0: This is Michelle Doorsberg of Real Chicks Rock, and this is RCR Presents Real Discussions, the podcast. Enjoy. As always, I'm super excited to be here every first and third Sunday starting at two o'clock. Thank you for joining us. Um, for all of the new listeners, we say welcome, 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 and thank you for spending the time with us this afternoon. Um, just want to give you a little background as to what Real Chicks Rock is all about. We're all about the empowerment of women, and we do it through collaborating and raising awareness about the issues that impact us as women. And we have various platforms and vehicles that we do it through. We do it through community service. We do it through mentoring. We do it through our apparel line, the T-shirts. Hey, yeah, we still got those. We're going to launch a new whole merchandise line on that. We'll tell you more about that at the end of the show. And then we do it through the arts. This particular platform, we've been doing this for uh, quite some time now. We're always excited about being able to be here because we talk about the things that impact us as women and we bring in people that we feel can weigh in on the subject and the matter. Uh, Today's topic is leaving corporate America. (laughs) Yeah, I'm laughing because I work for corporate America by day, even though um, Real Chicks Rock is my nonprofit, I still uh, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it. I still work for corporate America. So when I met this young lady about a couple of weeks ago and we had a conversation about her background and the things that she does, I was really excited. And I said, I want to bring you on the show because I want to talk about this. Oftentimes we have, um, we have this job and we go to work Monday through Friday. It takes a huge amount of our time every day that we go. But It provides the resources that we need so that we can exist and that we can live. But for some of us, there's something else inside of us that keeps gnawing at us. It's a passion. It's some spirit of entrepreneurialism. And we're trying to find how we can activate that full time and make that work for us. And we're going to talk more about that as we get into the conversation. Um, for today, my guest is none other than Lisa Maximi. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Michelle. How
1: are you? I'm good. How
0: are you? I'm well. Thank good. you. Good. Thanks for joining <laughs> us today. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background where you from?
1: So I am originally from South Carolina, Mm -hmm. a rural area in South Carolina. I um, served for 11 years in the United States Navy. Really? And then I did 11 years as a federal employee at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I struck out to um, do the entrepreneurial journey uh, July of 2018. Wow. So it's been about a year or so. And Ooh, it's been filled with a lot of learning curves. And so I'm grateful that you invited me today to talk to people so that if they're thinking of going this route, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely can share my failures, my ups and downs Mm -hmm. and help them prepare better for it. Awesome. Awesome. Did you attend college or you go? Yes. Yes. So I, um, like I said, I did 11 years in the Navy. Mm-hmm. After I got out of the Navy, I did um, get my degree. Okay. So I have...
0: A, I heard a plural, so more than yes, one degree? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Degrees. Degrees. Okay. So I have a bachelor's in human resource management. Mm-hmm. I have a master's of health services administration um, degree, and then I have an MBA with a um, concentration in project management. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot. You're heavy already. So, Lisa,
0: um, share with us, how did Did you first get your start in corporate America? You remember your first job in the corporate life?
1: I do, um, and I will say it was the CDC. Okay, um, more so. Okay, um, because I did, like I said, do the time in the United States Navy, came Mm -hmm. right out, um, and then entered into uh, the CDC as a entered as a contractor at first, Mm -hmm. and then spent about a year and a half as a contractor doing um, inventory. Um, For the Strategic National Stockpile and then uh, became a federal employee after that Mm. and did a lot of policy work. Mm.
0: Okay, All right. So when you were contracting, did you feel that you still had the ability to navigate your your career or did that change for you once you became a full time?
1: Um, I feel like it was. Definitely insight into where I could go within the CDC um, and gave me a lot to uh, aspire to and try to create a strategy to get to where I wanted to go. So it definitely was an entry into what I could possibly have as far as a career in the the federal government.
0: I say that because oftentimes there's still... population of people that still, they're younger, they could be middle-aged, but Mm -hmm. people still feel like they need to go to college to get to that next level. And so I just wanted to just kind of call that out that you did go to college. You did, you get some degrees, various different degrees, Mm -hmm. and then you got your opportunity. Did you feel that you were in high demand because of the degrees that you
1: acquired? Um, I wouldn't say that. I think more so, Um, I want to say that the the outlook on degrees, while it's still important, I think it's shifting mm-hmm. because I think our the way we are employed is shifting. Okay, the way we um, look at the workforce is shifting. Right. So I don't necessarily would say today you absolutely need a degree. Okay. I will say you need to have knowledge of the area that you're okay. going into, and you need to know how to produce results. Okay. More so than anything. Okay.
0: All right, that's fair. Yes, that's a fair thing. So, Lisa, when you started working, did Was, were you doing the thing that you wanted to do
1: career wise? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. I tried. Absolutely not. Um, I entered into, it's so funny because so when I was in the military, I did a lot of, um, supply chain work. Okay. So a lot of inventory, a lot of ordering, which was not what I wanted Mm. to do. Um, but for aircraft and when I came out of the military, Um, I know I needed to get a job and all I could think of was Lockheed Martin because they used to Mm -hmm. provide us with our aircraft parts when I was in the military. And so I applied for a job for Lockheed Martin and they called back and they said, Hey, we have this contract with, uh, the CDC. And I'm thinking the CDC, what is the CDC? Mm. Like, I, I mean, I was not, it wasn't even on my radar. And so I was hired and I got in and like I said, I was still doing a lot of inventory management, Mm -hmm. which I did not like. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew that there was another part of CDC that I would possibly want to be a part of, which was the policy area. And so I started kind of mapping my way on how I could get myself from being in inventory Mm -hmm. to being a policy Policy. maker. So I took a lot of classes Mm -hmm. that I thought, um, would give me skills that would translate into that Mm -hmm. um, area. I took a lot of job assignments that I thought I could use um, that would have things like forecasting and planning Mm -hmm. and things like managing programs, those Mm -hmm. types of things. So Mm -hmm. I kind of mapped my way into getting to policy. Mm -hmm.
0: And it sounds like you followed a script in your mind. Like you figured out How to maneuver, how to move, because you want, like, oftentimes we all want a career. Yes. Right? We don't want to just go to work and show up and get a paycheck. We want some form of advancement. Yes. And it may not necessarily have to be in management per se, but Mm -hmm. we want to do something different. We yes. want to kind of build our skills, yes. and we just don't want to feel like we're just going to work, right? I agree. Right? I agree. Okay, because agree. sometimes when we're at that current situation, if that relationship has to end, whether it's our choice or yes. theirs, yes. due to layoffs yes. or changing a department or organization we want to make sure that the time that we spent at the existing company we got enough that we needed Mm -hmm. that we are a value add right i agree to the next opportunity or position that we go to oh definitely right so now you're doing the policy work are Mm -hmm. we now are we in the place that we envisioned for what we wanted to do for ourselves what
1: what do you say we thought we were Ah! in the place (laughs) All right. Okay. I thought we were in the place yes. where we wanted to. Okay, so we're we doing it. We had arrived, but we had not arrived. Yet. So, how what what happened for you, Lisa? What hit you? Um, I think what I realized uh once I got to policy is um the people who create policies, mm. they are of a certain mindset, all okay. right, um, and of a certain uh background that just did not mesh with who I was, you know, in my core, okay. I am a creative. I, um, I feel like you need to give me a task and let me run with it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel you need to stand over me and see if I'm doing that task. Right. Um, especially at that, cause by the time this is happening, I'm in my mid thirties, okay. you know, early forties right. and, I've been in the workforce enough to know what needs to be done, Mm -hmm. when it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So just give me the task and let me go. And that was not it. And so that's when I started dreaming of freedom, which was entrepreneurship. Yes. Yes. And so I started trying to figure out how can I get myself there? How, how can I get myself? Because, um, a little more to go back to where I'm from. I'm from rural South Carolina, Mm -hmm. where you really get you a high school degree. Diploma, yes. and you go work in the factories mm. or some um manufacturing plant okay. somewhere there. Okay. So um my family is very large mm-hmm. but I will say my sister it's maybe four of us who have a college degree. Edgy, mm-hmm. uh, you know degree. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them just They would have been like, oh, you just need to be where you are and be, you know, settled. And so I did not have any entrepreneurs in my family. I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. um, but I did have dreams of just doing my own thing and trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily... People started, play, God started placing people in my life like my good friend, Ray here, who is in this studio. She is mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, <laughs> so just talking to her and, you know, dreaming and going over those things like, oh, I want to leave. What can I do? And so my thoughts of day, of um, entrepreneurship was either you were a plumber or you were an electrician uh, or you were a florist yes. or a caterer okay. or daycare. And I want to do none of none those of that. things. Okay. None of those okay. things. <laughs> so, um. During one of my stints in uh, at the CDC, I actually went to a different department to do some work. And there was a young lady there who was on a contract with the CDC and she was a freelance writer. Mm. And I said, freelance writer, what is that? Mm. And she kind of gave me an explanation. And being the researcher that I am, Mm. I went home and I researched everything I could find about freelance writing. And it changed my life because I was like, I've always been. Good at writing, Mm. but you know, I'm probably dating myself a little bit. (laughs) You know, when I, when we grew up prior to the internet being as big as it is, a writer meant you were writing novels. I didn't want to write a novel, right? I didn't want to be, you know, writing novels or murder mysteries or anything of that nature. But the internet has changed the game as far as content Mm -hmm. and and how it's needed Mm -hmm. and how it's provided. And so, when I found this out and I started researching, and there were people who were making a really good living online. We're we gonna talk about that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I and I always laugh and say I felt like that episode of the Jeffersons where Florence was like, Wait a minute, you live here and you live here, how do we overcome and nobody told me? <laughs> I felt like how how is this happening yeah. and I did not know about right. it. and I started digging into how I could start off as a freelance writer. So this was in two thousand 14, 2015. Okay. And I was still at the C D C and I just started taking little jobs on the side, writing blog posts for people. Really? Writing bios for people. Mm. You know, just kind of putting myself out there that hey I'm a freelance writer. And my friends would say, Well, hey, I got somebody who needs a resume mm-hmm. or somebody needs your, their LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. Or can you do that? And from there I just started to grow. Um and I started to read more and I started to just research this thing and research this thing So. Right. I got to the point where I kind of am now, where I do copywriting, um, helping people just communicate their brands, uh, the value of their brand to their customers, helping them learn how to market that through mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it was an evolution.
0: Were you afraid? Were there
1: any fears about At, just starting? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm one of those people where I feel like I, I know. When you start anything new, there's mm-hmm. a period of adjustment right. and a period of growth. And so I knew that this was going to, I was going to go through some hard times mm. maybe in the beginning okay. and, I, and I prepared myself as much as possible, but I knew I wouldn't stay that in that place. Okay. I knew eventually you may hit bottom, but you always come back up. Mm. So I was, I was okay with, and that's the thing I think most of my, um, you know, associates friends admire most about me is I've never really had that fear. I left the Navy with 11 years in and people were like, you're crazy. What are you going to do out there? You only have eight more years till you retire. And I just only felt had like, eight more yes, years. yes. And I felt like, <laughs> well, you do <laughs> know there's more people on the outside than in the military. I'll make oh, it happen. Yes. And when I left the CDC, same thing. You have 11 years. You only have 22 more before you Whoa. retire. Like, and you have this check. And I just felt like, uh, I mean, not make it to 22 years and I just don't want to leave this earth thinking, what if, what if I had done this? What if I had done that? So a lot of my friends always say, you're so brave and bold. And it's not that I just feel like to not get out there and see what's on the other side is just, you know, it would be such a disservice, mm-hmm. not only to me, but to God for these talents that he's placed in me. If I don't use them, mm-hmm. you know, so I just get out there and Pray that I fly, you know, sometimes I fall, but luckily I'm able to get back up and keep it going.
0: So excellent. Excellent. Um, I just want to say this, um, oftentimes we just don't know how to start. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't even know what our gift is right. because we may have a a bunch of different ideas in our mm-hmm. mind. We don't know how to get things going. So how did how could just a suggestion, how can one get started in something?
1: One thing I can say is research. People don't like the research. That's true. I've learned that a lot. And I don't mean surface researching. I mean, sometimes you do have to go down that rabbit hole. You do have to see what else is out there and just look around. The internet, I cannot say enough. Google was and is. YouTube, those platforms are phenomenal Mm. if you take the time Mm. But for me, that meant, you know, maybe not going out. Maybe I spent all Saturday night researching. Say that know? again. Say <laughs> that maybe again. Maybe I spent all Sunday searching, but I did do researching. You and- mean
0: you weren't binge watching things mm-hmm. either? You mean you sacrificed?
1: There was a time and, pr- time and place I did binge watch. I won't say I didn't, but I knew that, okay, this is important to you. You can't do this right now. Okay. You can binge watch You know, maybe you binge watch during Christmas break, you know, and then you just look forward. It may be August, but you say, okay, in four months, I can't. There's a lot of stuff like I haven't even caught, you know, I'm not even up on, you know. Yeah, because you're researching. You're going down rabbit holes.
0: Yes. For your career. Yes, you have to because
1: the information is there. And I think a lot of people don't realize that the Internet has changed Mm -hmm. the game so much. The barrier to um, being an entrepreneur or getting out there, or getting started. How do I get started? The information is all there. You just have to look for it and it may take you a little more time than you want, but it's there. And that's how I learned how to be an entrepreneur. I pretty much, like I said, started with one word, freelance writer. Everything I needed to know about freelance writing came up. And so I think I spent the first six months just freelance writing and then I realized Oh, well, there's different types of freelance writing and there's different types of ways to build an online business. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. different types of ways to promote um online marketing. You know, oh, what's a copywriter? How does that change? You know what you're doing? And so I just kept going down those. And I think that's probably why it took me a while, because mm-hmm. like I said, this started in 2015. And I didn't leave, uh, CDC until 2018. And I'm still, you know, on this journey, but it took a while, but to get the foundation. But that's not bad. That's like yeah. in
0: three years. And I want to yeah. get to that 218 point. So was there an exit strategy for you, Lisa? When, when 218 got here, that's when you decided to leave. But was there any additional planning in place for you
1: before you left? Well, your I job? would say two, eight, 218, 2018 was not the, um, Exit, it, had, it was, originally it was 2016. Okay. Then it went 2017. And then 2018 came around and I said, you know what? And this is for, this is not for everyone. This okay. is just my personality. Disclaimer. So, uh, disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. Take this with a grain of salt. I, um, I tend to be more of a procrastinator sometimes or over analyzer. Okay. So I felt like for me, CDC was kind of holding me back. I wasn't pushing the way I wanted to because mm. I still had that net. I still, there was a lot of things that I would say, oh, I'm gonna get done. But then I'm like, I'll do it, you know, later. Cause every two weeks that check was still coming in, you know? So 2018, I said, you know what? When the kids go on right before school starts again in 2018, I'm going to be out the door. I was like, and Lisa you either going to fly or you're going to fail, but either way, you're going to have to make it because once we close this door, there's no coming back. I had to set that limit with myself. I'm not saying that you have to do the same. Right. That was just something I had to do. But prior to that, yes, I did, you know... I think around 2017, I started, you know, kind of like paying off some stuff. Mm -hmm. I started trying to see like what I was spending, you know, how I was spending, um, things and looking at stuff of that nature. So I will say, yes, definitely make sure your finances Mm -hmm. are up to, to, you know, snuff where you got that, or if not, at least get a part-time job or something to get you going or know how to, um, get clients. Mm -hmm. Cause that was the big thing. Um, but yeah, I mean but that doesn't mean I didn't stumble. I feel like sometimes people think if you plan everything is gonna go perfect. Right. And that's not the case. Sometimes you can plan and things still go wrong. Mm. But I think the I think the um good thing is just learning how to bounce back from that. Right. Learning that even if I fall I got to find a way to, to, you know, pivot right. and go another direction. And, and so I did a lot of pivoting and digest, you know, adjusting, uh, last year, but mm.
0: it's paid off. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're doing it. So yeah. what, what do you do
1: today? What is your, how did we meet? So we met by our good friend, Donna, Donna, Hogan. I love Donna, Donna Hogan, <laughs> yes. Donna Hogan Atlanta realtor. That's yes, right. yes. Um, she has been, I met Donna at a, um, a business networking event Mm -hmm. um, in Kennesaw. And she and I um, spoke, I exchanged uh, numbers with her. Mm -hmm. We went to lunch a couple of times and she has been my biggest cheerleader, Mm -hmm. which is so surprising Mm -hmm. because- I think on this journey, you really realize how much you need people. Yeah, She tells everyone about me. She'll everyone. be like, I told, I told such and such about you. I'm like, thank you, Donna. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So she said, hey, I got a friend, Michelle. I mm. think she can use your help. Mm-hmm. Reach out to her. And I reached out to Michelle last year. That, yeah, she did. So <laughs> last year.
0: Yeah. So I'll pick it up from here. So <laughs> yeah, Lisa reached out to me. And you know, for those of you that have iPhones, you have contacts you know and then you have contacts you don't know so Lisa was in the don't know side of my phone and she sat there for a long time I was like okay yeah Donna told me a year a year (laughs) Donna told me that she she said she had this person was going to reach out to me call me but nothing happens before it's time yes because I I Wasn't ready to have that conversation because um, today Lisa focuses on marketing Mm -hmm. strategy, strategic marketing and planning and that type of stuff. And I was not ready to have that conversation. So this year, like an epiphany and, you know, as we always trend towards the end of a year and start a new Mm -hmm. one, you always want to shake up how you do things. Mm -hmm. Some people call them um, New Year's resolutions. I don't really Do that because I feel like you're always evolving every day. You should be. You should be. And then when you are, air quotes, entrepreneur, or when you run your own (laughs) business, your planning for the new year happens a quarter before the year is even into flight. So I don't feel like it was a new year resolution. It was, I think I'm ready for this. Because in looking back, now, one thing you do do at the end of the year, you always look back. Mm -hmm. I look back and I felt like the brand... Wasn't where I felt it should be. Yeah. So I, I made that call. So I called Lisa, and we talked for like an, an hour and a half yes. or so. And it yes. was like it was oh, the heavens had <laughs> opened up, and we were supposed to have this conversation. Yes. And the timing was great because the things that I was asking of Lisa and the things and the information she was able to provide, if I had called in a, a year sooner, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been I'd, ready. She wouldn't have been ready. Yes. The conversation would have been different. So. <laughs> I don't think I procrastinated. I think it's a sense of knowing when the time is right for you. And I say that for those that are listening, that it's never too late to even just stop and make an assessment of what you're doing. Because oftentimes we have this business, Mm -hmm. right? And it's an idea. And we do have our cheerleaders Mm -hmm. and they tell us and they encourage us and we're doing this thing. But it's not maybe um, generating the growth that we wanted to have. And growth could be audience, participation, support, finances. It's just not getting where it needs to be. I think you owe yourself the opportunity to stop and just kind of figure out what you're doing Mm -hmm. and how you can improve some of the things that you're doing right. And some things that may be stagnant and not moving, you need to try to resuscitate and figure out how to do that. So you may have to change some of the people that are in your circle or increase Mm -hmm. your circle that talk a little differently to you. Like strategic planning and marketing and and advertising and just different things that will help get the brand to a different level. Now, The thing that I had liked about Lisa is that, um, she had this way or this niche of working with people like me, because I came from the genre of the more degrees you have, Mm -hmm. the better you are. Right. So So I have a master's (laughs) and I have an MBA and I was an adjunct professor and I taught and I had this career list and you (laughs) go and you do all these things that you too will get promoted. Well. My scenario in corporate is a little different. So even though I'm out here vibrating with the (laughs) nonprofit and we got this entrepreneur thing happening, there's something about me that hasn't quite translated in corporate, Mm -hmm. right? So I've not got the success story that I wanted from Mm -hmm. myself, right? So yeah, it's good, we make money, we get it, we pays the bills and we're thankful for that. But I am not fulfilled in corporate America, I'm not. And something went off in me in a couple of years that said, there has to be something else. So this Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial bug has gotten me. And so I'm on this fence, right? I always commend all of the people that were like, that's it. I've had enough. I'm going to do it. Um Some were forced to do it yes, by a layoff. Yes, Sometimes yes. they just lost their mm-hmm. job and they had no choice but to really, as you say, just, yes. just fly and make it work. Mm-hmm. I'm still in that space of I have all these things that I have to do and I have to do it. But then this job pulls yes. me and it takes a huge amount of my time just Mm -hmm. to get there every day is a, is a thing, right? Because that could be time invested into my business. Just then the things that I have to do for them. And it's a constant battle. Battle. It is, Mm -hmm. but you can't do it unless you're ready. So The finances have to be in place. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody has to put their boot print on on my back, like, get out. You got to get out and do it because then it's a sink or swim situation,
1: right? Yes. And that was my situation. I definitely had to put my foot, as they say, as the young kids say, I had to put my foot on my own neck. Yeah. It was like... You've got to do this Yeah, because I was feeling the same way. My commute to work was like an hour, hour yeah. and a half Crazy day. Yeah, it's crazy. That was just one way. One way. That wasn't talking about the afternoon. My kids were in extracurricular activities. activities. I was getting home, literally having enough time to change out of my corporate wear into mm-hmm. like some jeans or something and take them to their right. practice where right. we were there until eight, eight 30 mm-hmm. at night then stop by, get them some fast food and then hop home and hope we can get homework done and get ready for the next. It was crazy. And I was just telling myself, like, you have these gifts, like you have this knowledge, you know what you're talking about. You just need to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And I will say though, for anyone who is considering entrepreneurship, do not underestimate your mind, the work that you need to do on your mindset, Mm -hmm. because we've been trained that, You know, we go to these jobs and everything is laid out for us. You know, your job description says you only do certain things. They already have protocols and processes and systems in place. And you just follow that blueprint. When you're an entrepreneur, everything is on you. Mm -hmm. You are the content creator. Mm -hmm. You are the marketer. You are the CEO. Mm -hmm. You are the accountant, the bookkeeper. You know, you are your PR person. You are all of that. Mm -hmm. And so it can be overwhelming Mm -hmm. um, to get your mindset around okay, I need to get this done. Right, And then you were battling with your inner self because it's something new. You've never done it before. And your inner self is saying, who do you think you are? Like, you can't get this done. Mm-hmm. And you don't Tailed know this. Out. And mm-hmm. these people already know that. Mm-hmm. And why are you going to put that out? Mm-hmm. And that was my situation for like all of last year, mm-hmm. even though I knew I talked to my friends and be like, you just need to do this, this and that. And they'd be like, oh my God, you know so much. If you look at my social media profiles, are mm-hmm. you look at marketing for last year, there was none Mm -hmm. because I was battling with what I was looking at on um, social media as what I thought was successful and not me, you know, me. And so put your blinders on, put your head down and just do the work.
0: Yeah. I think the thing is that I still struggle with. And I think some other people struggle with too, is that what is it that makes your business unique, right? So why would people sought, seek you versus what's already out there? And that's always a reoccurring nightmare for me because it's always trying to cl- have a clear definition of what that is, that it just translates by itself. And so that's one of the things that you know you got to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. about. Um, one of the things too, as we talk to some of the people that are listening that may be on the older side of the scale, like I was saying, we we're conditioned to go to school, mm-hmm. go to college, get these degrees, mm-hmm. have this career. are having a business is not the way to go. Like mm-hmm. work for somebody. Let me say that again. I'm leaning on the mic. Work for somebody and get your watch after 30 years. To 25 <laughs> to 30 years. Exactly. You get a watch, maybe get some flowers. You're going to get that um, for 20. And it's for like your half your entire life working for yes. someone else. Yeah. I think those days of doing that are gone. They're leaving for the most they may not part They gone, but they're definitely they're leaving. leaving that you just, it's just not It's So it's so unfulfilling to go and work for someone else. Totally agree with you with the fact that, You come into work. You are a seasoned Mm -hmm. professional Mm -hmm. and has nothing to do with age. Because if you have the experience, you're seasoned.
1: So I don't want people to
0: feel like you got to be older. If you're, if you have the experience, you're seasoned. But what you don't have the tolerance for is somebody micromanaging you as you're at your job every day because they pay you. It's a, it's a service, right? You come in, you do the job, you get paid for it. You don't need somebody to instigate that relationship that you have between yourself, that role and that paycheck. Yes. But that's that whole leadership. Mm -hmm. People have to get promoted. And it's this, it's this whole corporate hierarchy that exists. Got it. What I tell people is when you work for corporate America, write everything down, take what you can get because they're not in the business of failing. They're Mm -hmm. in the business of trying to make money and to succeed. Mm -hmm. And you could take that same framework Mm -hmm. for your business And be successful. For example,
1: we don't do contracts, some of us, Mm -hmm. in, in an entrepreneurial world. And I got lucky with that. (laughs) I actually got lucky with that. Um, I did a lot of contracts for CDC. And at first I was like, Oh, why do you put me on this? It's such a headache. But now when I talk to people, that's another area of my business I plan to expand into because a lot of people don't know contracts. They don't know how processes. They don't know systems Mm -hmm. and, being though I was in two of the most structured yeah, areas, you, yeah, you know, you government and military, that's something I definitely can bring to the table. But I just want to tell people also, even if you don't want to be a full time entrepreneur, mm. the days of having one stream of income are over. No, see, that's right. <laughs> it is over, and you have got to find another stream of mm. income. So even if you are a part-time entrepreneur, I beg of you to find something to supplement mm. your full-time income mm-hmm. because no longer can you you, um, you sustain count. off one income. You can't. I have a girlfriend I was talking to just last week, and she was telling me her husband was laid off mm. last year. Mm-hmm. Luckily, he was only laid off for four months, but. These are people in their, you know, mid thirties, they have, they have responsibilities, you know, and there's no backup from that. Mm -hmm. At least Mm -hmm. if you have something, and at least if you learn how to do passive things that are passive income, Mm. you can have something to like put back and save for, you know, a rainy day. So yeah, yeah, definitely look around your job, look at how the structure of your, your company is and start trying to learn those different pieces and have that in your back you know your yeah. back pocket because even if you're just consulting helping somebody build something that you um have already you know that is being done whether it's um business development or marketing or IT mm-hmm. or something You know, you can offer that to people. And I think a lot of people get it mixed up too, because your market is not just local, your market, it can be global with the internet. And that's why I'm so big on uh, online marketing and why I really wanted to help those of us who are I would say ages 40 and up mm-hmm. or maybe even 35 and up. A mm-hmm. lot of them have successful businesses locally, but they don't know how to take that online and use an online pro presence and build from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's one of, cause we need to work smarter, not harder. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because we're kind of set in our ways. I'm going to speak on myself. sometimes. I'm going to help the people that's listening. I know this is what you're thinking. This is what you're saying. I'm set in my ways. I don't want to do that. I, you know, I got Facebook. That's enough. I don't want. Let, let me, let me tell you something. There's money out there that's happening that we are not privy to because we're stuck in our ways. You cannot do business the same way from 10 years ago. You have to change the dynamics. You have to change how you interact with your audience and with your business. That's the only way that you're going to be successful. There's this whole thing called digital products. Lisa Lisa Lisa, Lisa taught me that. (laughs) <laughs> digital products and there's eBooks and there's a whole there's videos so videos and, and there's yes. so much webinars and things and like online that. Online courses. Online courses. There's so much stuff that you could do in the privacy of your own home yes. and then market it mm-hmm. on online, that that's a way that you can have a passive yes. income or another yes. stream of income. And you build that up and get it to a place that it releases you or creates the freedom that you need that you can leave corporate America. I think I'm helping somebody today. Yes, you are. Somebody you are. Somebody today. You are, <laughs> and and
1: just to drive that point home, a lot of people don't know the online learning space mm. is projected to be a three hundred and twenty five billion dollar industry by twenty twenty five. That means more people are turning to. On the internet to learn skills, Mm -hmm. whether it is public speaking, whether it is basic business writing, whether it is accounting, the fundamentals of accounting, the fundamentals of digital marketing, whatever people are turning. And when you think about it, those people are not just in the United States. You know, United States is considered a powerhouse when it comes to business. And there are a lot of people from other countries that want to learn mm-hmm. what we have to offer. Mm-hmm. So don't sleep on the, the, the strength of building online courses you know, or just putting yourself out there online, because what I get from a lot of my friends, when I try to bring them into the 21st century Mm -hmm. (laughs) with social media marketing is I don't like to be on, on, I don't want to put my face online. I don't want to put my business out there. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, because we grew up, what happens in the house stays in the house. Mm -hmm. And that is hindering a lot of us because just going back to your point, when you said, how do you make yourself unique? You know, what makes you unique you. You make yourself Yay. unique, <laughs> your quirks, Yay. the way you speak, your cadence, the things you say, who you are, your family, that makes you unique. And people are nosy, but they are, they are paying big. The people who put themselves out there are seeing a great return on loosening up, you know, themselves and Hey, this is my daughter. She's going to college. Mm-hmm. You know, you're an internet auntie or an internet uncle. They are, they're, you know, monetizing on that them you yeah. are your brand you yeah. are your brand so you need to build a personal yeah. brand
0: yeah I think you just have to get comfortable yes. with
1: whatever criticisms mm-hmm. that will come mm-hmm. because course. when
0: you open yourself up people will always oh, have yes. something to say yes. right whether it's a positive or, or a negative, negative. Mm-hmm. you didn't ask for it good or mm-hmm. bad but they feel if you put it out there yeah they you, feel that they, they have can... every right to say something about it so you have to be comfortable with that
1: yeah and I agree that a lot of people that's what stopped them I will say I was one of those people my kids on the other hand, was like, when are you going to record us? When are you going to record us doing things? And I'm like, oh no. But I realized that a lot of the financial struggles I had last year was because I closed that, that part of myself off Mm. to people because there's a saying in marketing people buy from those they know, like, and trust. If they don't know you, they're not buying anything from you. Mm. I know quite a few social media um, influencers and I'm always talking to my friends. Like, did you see such and such? They made a hundred thousand last month, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, who are these people? But those are the people who put themselves out mm. there. And if you think I'm kidding, there are people making 120 plus a month. I've seen people make 400 and something a month just from mm. the fact that they've grown this tribe of people who everything that they put out, they buy. mm because they put themselves out there. They're transparent in what they're doing and they're helping people. Now, of course you got to be helping people. Don't yeah, be out there trying to scam that'd people. That'd be nice. That'd now. be yeah. nice if you're helping the <laughs> But make the folks. sure that you're giving them information that helps them in some sort of way. And if you're sitting saying, what can I do? I don't have any of these, these abilities or skills. Mm. Think about the fact that you are doing something. Now somebody would pay you if they could just skip the process and you provide them that information. So if you're a realtor, Somebody wants to know how to pass that real estate test. Somebody wants to know how you study for that test. How do I market once I get into real um, uh, real estate? Right. How do I set up my marketing materials? Those are things you can easily put an ebook together and say that. And I talked to Michelle about mm-hmm. this. She runs a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to know how to yeah. start a nonprofit. Yeah. You know, how do you navigate that paperwork, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's definitely a stream of income. So there's always something someone who wants to know what you know. Yeah. And so you just start from there and you start documenting things that you think can help people. And when you're thinking about it, think about it. People want things that save them time, save them money and helps them to get, you know, to whatever dream it is they want, whether it is You know, I want to be able to create content without being stressed out, you know, or I want to be able to have clients and not go on this feast and famine roller coaster. How do I do that? So there's definitely ways that we can supplement our income or even become an entrepreneur.
0: I'm always (laughs) selfish. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to do better. If you had some questions for Lisa (laughs) and you wanted to call in, if you had some comments, Call 470-251-4343. That's 470-251-4343. I wanted to say this too. Um, Oftentimes we think we know everything. We don't need any help. We know what we're doing. We got this. You need to surround yourself with some people that know things that you're not that familiar with. Like I thought I knew a little bit about social media. I don't know nothing (laughs) on social media. That's why I got... A nice intern. I got some assistants helping me because I do, I have to learn. I've learned that I cannot do it myself. You can do it. But you will exhaust yourself trying to do everything, everything. by yourself. Yes. And there are people that can do things seamlessly. You need to try to get those people around so you can learn or they can try to help you mm-hmm. do some of this stuff because you you can't do it yes. all. There's so much that we just, especially if you're still in corporate America, because, again, the, the title time, is yeah. the topic is leaving corporate mm-hmm. America. If you have a full time job, you can't possibly do everything by yourself. But what I want you to do and really. Realize if you're really serious about your endeavor, your dream, your passion, your career, you got to invest the time oh, in yes. it. So your days will be long. Oh, yeah, will go to work and you will come home and you're spending hours working on your business because mm-hmm. that is where your your heartbeat is. Yes. That's your passion. You, you know, I find myself. I can't wait to get home because I want to work on real chicks. Yeah. Y- things. Yes. So you find that you're not. Getting enough sleep that you need or you getting up early in the morning, you're trying to do, you're doing on your lunch, your lunch hour, Mm -hmm. you're taking a lunch break, Mm -hmm. doing whatever you can to try to thrive and develop and grow that business. We don't want you to be discouraged about that, but you gotta have a plan. Think about your strategy. How? would you leave? When would Mm -hmm. be the best time to leave when the kids Mm -hmm. graduate high school? Mm -hmm. Is that a good time? Um, is it 2021? Give yourself uh, a year to really properly plan and save. Mm -hmm. Do you have to have six months saved up in the bank so that you can still pay your rent or Mm -hmm. your mortgage? Mm -hmm. I mean, you still have responsibilities and we want you to be cognizant of that because nothing is, you're not going to be successful in just doing it by a whim and a prayer. But if you have this thing, you need you need to support it with the proper education, the due diligence, yes. as Lisa said, doing the research, understanding, trying to get as involved in it as you possibly can to see if that's the win for you. And you'll be surprised. You go in one way and you come, you're evolving and you're realizing yes. there's so many other things so many other that things. you want to do. Oh, I think we got a call. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thanks for calling Real Chicks Rock. Who's on the line? Hello ladies, this is Donna Hogan, (laughs) how are
1: you? Hi (laughs) Donna Hogan, how are you? I'm doing fine, I'm enjoying the show immensely. Good.
0: It's because of you we're together here today Donna, thank you.
1: Oh hey, it's all about sharing the love and connecting people who can, like you said, get us what we need and how we want to get there. So one of my questions for you today Lisa was... Now that we're talking about people either being an entrepreneur, doing multiple streams of income, if they want to retain your services, and that's not quite how to know how to do all of that, do you have like a structured plan? Do they have to retain you for a month, six months to get them where they want to go? Or do you have, you know, how does that work? Well, definitely um, all of the plans that I do when I'm working with someone is customized. It's definitely going to be dependent upon your goals, what um, objective you're trying to reach and how quickly Mm. we can get there. Um, I will say most plans at the least is going to be at least three months because you need at least 90 days of working a plan to like really see um, change. So if I was working with you on social media, Mm. it would definitely be at least three months. That way you can track, you know, where you were in the beginning, look at our analytics, see how we've grown, see how your audience has grown. So definitely give yourself time, yourself um, time. So working with me for a month, if you were doing social media is not going to be, um, I think conducive to what you're doing, but it doesn't mean that you have to, um, it doesn't mean that I'm with you every day, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's check-in calls. I'm definitely one of those people who's always checking in, like, how you doing? You need anything else? What's going on? You know? So I definitely Mm -hmm. like to check in with people and keep, um, keep, you know, keep a, I guess a pulse on their, uh, um, how they're growing Mm -hmm. and see how they're, they're getting, achieving their goals. Mm. And I'm assuming they're going to have, your clients are going to have assignments that they also yes. have to do the work well, that now so that you both can meet
0: the goals Donna together. Likes to, correct, Donna. Like, Donna, to sign let's it.
1: go back. I'm, she I'm likes glad you said that. Yes. yes, when you're working with something, <laughs> when you're working with someone, um, I will say, realize that it's not all on them to carry your mm, business. Mm. They can only give you the strategies, but if you do not work those strategies yeah. and those plans, correct. you know, correct. you're not going to get anywhere. And so, I see a lot of people get strategies and then they Say oh it didn't work for my business and you're like well did you do a b and c mm. and d oh well i felt like right. i didn't need that piece or whatever i'm putting together a strategy for a reason for you mm. and so you have right. to do your part and so yes Correct. definitely thank you donna for bringing that up mm-hmm. okay okay well that was my question continue on we thank you donna to together yes <laughs> definitely definitely thanks donna all right i'll see you michelle all right Bye-bye. bye, bye. She's absolutely right. You got
0: to do the work. Um, when talking to you, I was, uh, so over, I was overwhelmed.
1: Those and I, many. and I felt bad. I, I did not want to overwhelm her, but I wanted to give her enough information that she could make a decision. Ooh. But I did tell you, disclaimer, I did tell you, you do not have to implement all of this stuff yeah. at once. Yeah. Thank it you. Was just, team it was just, it was mostly, um, a plan so that she could see different ways that she could maneuver yeah, to where she wanted to go. So I gave lot. her a lot of information it's because a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. And my team said, because I was,
0: I was, you know I your was like, worth, right? Yeah, I got my money's worth. And then some, but I, I had to step away from the desk when I got that. I had to, I couldn't do anything for the rest of the day. But then, like a champ, because we're not quitters. We're not quitters. Sometimes yes. you have to take a break, yes. and come back. So I did mm-hmm. come back, and I did start looking at some things. Mm-hmm. And there was some. I, my suggestion would be too is to to gravitate to some low hanging fruit, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. things that so are I so do quick, have some low things, some but, quick mm-hmm. wins, or some things that you can implement or change really quickly. Um, Because that builds up your momentum and your confidence and trending and going in the right way to deal with the the bigger issues. So there's a lot of opportunities in my strategic marketing plan that I have to work. I have a lot of work to do. I got a lot of work to do. It's so much to do. It's going to be fine. It's already fine. You don't have to do all of it at once. Yeah, I just have to remember because I'm task oriented. I, you know, you what you put in front of me. Okay, I got to do this. Got to do this. This, this, this. and I have to realize everything can't be done in the day. And you don't, you don't want to burn out. That's the other thing too, that oh, as an yes. entrepreneur, you will burn out Ooh, yes. because you feel like you have so much you have to do. So much is riding on it. Mm-hmm. You're trying to be in multiple places, do multiple things at one time. You have to do, figure out some kind of life work, life yes, balance, I agree. even as being an entrepreneur. Sometimes you just have to put it on pause. Not totally ignore it, but take a break right. from it, mm-hmm. incorporate some time yep. with your family, some me time, whatever it is yes. that you need to do, even binge watching. I mm-hmm. laughed about it earlier, yeah. but sometimes you just got to do what you need to do and then you can yeah. come back with a fresh perspective. Because I, I say to every entrepreneur that I know that has successfully left corporate America yep. and I encourage them, I say, don't go back. yes. Do whatever
1: you got to do to not go and, back. and the pool will be strong. I will admit there was times, especially in the first couple of uh, months, I was like, what in the world did I do? Let me go back. And I promise you, with all of my degrees, I must have applied to I don't know how many jobs and no one would call me yeah, back. That's when you and know. when I did mm-hmm. have an interview, nobody would hire me. And I felt mm, like it was God stepping in and sign. saying, nope, that's not what that's I have sign. for you. The only reason why you're not going where you want to go is because of you, because mm. I've given you everything mm. you need to to succeed. Everything you need mm. is inside of you. Every time you talk to people, they tell you how much value you bring to them, how much you know information mm. you give them, how you know your stuff. And so I'm not going to let you go back into that because that's not what you know I have for you. And so then I had to really start looking at myself like I was doing a disservice to God because I asked him for entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and I prayed for it. But I admit, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing, so I wasn't working as hard as I should have been. Mm. I wasn't as structured as I should have been in some things, and so it was me. Okay, it was me in this mindset, and I had to get over that. But I'm ready to rock this year. She's ready. She's rocking rocking this year. She's ready to go.
0: (laughs) She's she's ready to go this year. So, how was it for you in
1: 2019?
0: There was some more evolution or some more epiphanies that happened for you, Lisa. You mind sharing a little bit of
1: those? I have a lot of um epiphanies. One is. We were not put on this earth to do this by ourselves. Mm. You have got to get over yourself. It is not that serious. If you need help, ask for ask. help, ask, ask and let people know you're struggling mm. um, in ways and just getting over fear. You can feel fear, but you can't let fear stop you. Okay, you, It's okay to feel um, fearful. It's okay to like say, I don't know how to do this, but you have got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. You've got to do some type of action. And making yourself uncomfortable. If you want to grow, you've got to get uncomfortable. Mm. Like this was uncomfortable. I'm having fun now, but <laughs> and looking forward to doing more yeah, of this. Call they me like girl. this. Like... <laughs> they love it. But yeah, prior to this, I was like, oh my god, a I, I can't put myself out there. But yeah, you have you limit yourself, mm-hmm. and you have to realize. Everyone started somewhere. Yes. No one came out knowing exactly what they um were doing. And that's why I my one of my favorite podcasts is How I Built This. Mm. And it is such a good podcast because there are entrepreneurs who talk real you know, real how it happened. Like mm-hmm. Sarah Blakely, she'll tell you she knew nothing about Spanx at all. Mm. Her mom drew her prototype. You know, right. Mark Cuban talked about how he was a serial entrepreneur and he failed at many mm-hmm. of his things yeah. until he finally got it right. So I would say to anyone, don't and don't, it's not perfect. Like they said, done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a perfectionist or well, recovering perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, but just get it out there and mm-hmm. tweak it as you go. Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn that, you know, not to be perfect, you know, done is better than that to not let fear stop me, um, to get out there regardless of how I felt to ask for help when I needed it. Um, And to be patient with myself, Mm. give myself grace. This Mm. was something that I wasn't doing before because I really went through a um, process where in corporate America, everything I did worked. You know, first time up, like I just study, I got, it worked. But no, Mm. it didn't work like that in the entrepreneurial world. Mm. And I had to realize that sometimes you just got to go back to the drawing board. And, oh, this is probably the biggest thing. Make it simple. Keep it simple. Okay. Keep it simple. Okay. That works.
0: That helps. I'm going to say this. Even though times have changed, um, there still are no shortcuts in certain things, correct? Correct. So even though social media is a wonderful tool and platform to get you out there, get your business, get exposure, get the followers and all that, do you still need a business plan?
1: What say you, Lisa? I say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. It it provides a roadmap Mm. to... um, where you want to go. I mean, you're looking at your competitors and how you can set yourself apart from them and you're looking at the growth of the industry and you're looking at the trends and you're saying, "Okay, pretty much if A doesn't go right, well, I want to prepare for B." You know, so I do think you need a business plan and Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be honest here. I didn't have one in the beginning. Okay. That's fine. And Trans- I think that's good. why I struggled. So, but I okay. did step back and say, okay, girl, you got to do the foundational. Okay, like okay. you can't skip steps because remember, I tell you, I I know this. I you got this. this. You got that, this. That applies to other people, but not me, but no, you need a business plan and you definitely also need to remember to cultivate relationships. Mm-hmm. Just like we talked to Donna, if it was not for Donna, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. lot of the people that I've serviced over the past year or so would not have been Possible, but because you cultivate those relationships, so you get out into the community, you go to the business meetings. Um, every town has at least some sort of business association. So you talk to the business association. If you're thinking about it, um, going into entrepreneurship, shadow. Entrepreneurs. I shadowed mm. a couple of entrepreneurs before I left okay. to kind of get an ideal of mm-hmm. their day, what they were thinking, um, how they handled situations, right. how they solved problems. Um, and they were so gracious to uh, allow me mm-hmm. to shadow them. But shadow just and that's a part of that. All of that research, mm. you know, that goes into it because um, that saying what you don't know won't hurt is a lie. <laughs> it is a lie and we need to send it back to the pits of hell for where <laughs> it came from. <laughs> but yes, um, definitely just research um, and, and get your business plan together. Take that time to research all of those, um, your SWOT analysis, you know, what are your strengths and be honest with yourself? Yeah. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Where's there opportunity for you? What, what are the threats within? And, um, just take that and work with it.
0: It's, it, you know, it's no different than the work that you do on mm-hmm. yourself, right? We have to mm-hmm. do the self-assessment. Like we look at ourselves for relationships and our career and even now for our businesses and you have to do the work first, right? You yes. have to look at yourself and say, what am I good at? What am I not so good yes. at? What are my opportunities? How can I improve? What are what threatens me, right? What mm-hmm. kind of makes me feel uneasy? It's the same thing that you do on a personal level, similar to what you got to do yes. for a business. Understanding your competition, oh, what's yes. out there, what's the market, what's your target audience. Mm-hmm. It's all of these things that we don't really like to talk about because we go, mm-hmm, you yes. know. Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's a lot. It and let's go lot. back to that target audience. Mm. Please, please, please know who you're talking to know who you're serving because that follows into your marketing. How do you do your messaging? You know, how do you talk to them? The words that you use when you, uh, you create your marketing messages, all of that stuff is, is relevant because if you're saying that your audience is everyone, you're talking to no one as they say. Mm. So if my audience is like I said earlier, I stated 35 to 40, I'm not going to be on Snapchat or TikTok with my marketing because they don't know yeah, that. I yeah. mean, they barely, you know, yeah. a lot of them barely know, you know, Instagram for business side. So I will be more towards LinkedIn and more towards Facebook, you know, and mm-hmm. trying to pull some of them into Instagram. But you really need to know your target audience because that shows you where you know how you can talk to them, where you can find them, what interests them, what doesn't interest them, and it just really helps to set you
0: apart. And I think once you d- identify that, it's going to help. I don't think that people will stay away from you. They're going to oh no, come You'll to still you still have even, outliers. Yeah, you, you're going to have people yes. come to you more because once you're clear in 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 de- determining what you're your um your barriers are yes. then people are going to be like okay i see what it is and then exactly. i can even ga- gravitate to it even more right. for the brand real chicks rock we struggle because a little bit because it is It seems like women that are a little more mature follow, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there's a whole bunch of millennials that I'm coming for. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. So we talked about that because it is, it's information and we feel that we can help, um, just, we can help the younger ladies just as much as we've helped the older ones as well.
1: And it's okay to have more than one target audience. Mm -hmm. It, It doesn't mean that you can't have one. It's just that the messaging for one may be a little different. Yes. Like if I was targeting, um, you know, the women 35 and, and up, you know, maybe some of the thing, my content would we'll talk about the golden girls, mm-hmm. you know, we talk because, about, you know, I make references to the Jeffersons, you know, yeah. we would talk about being in the house before the street lights were on. You know, we would talk about different things yes. because that resonates with my audience. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was talking to a younger demographic, a lot of them, <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know if you saw a couple of uh, weeks ago when they had the LSU Clemson game, mm-hmm. they were um, talking to some of the players and was showing them some older stuff from the 90s and a lot of them didn't even know stuff like who was Nas and what was AOL. So mm. I wouldn't talk about AOL with a younger group because they don't even know what AOL is, you know? But my older people we would remember dialing yeah. up and yeah. sitting there waiting for AOL oh, to dial up handshake. and get yeah. on, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, them so yeah, everything. that's why it's important to know who you're talking mm-hmm. to. You know, you don't want to alienate them. And then also things that you may not even think about if you are you know, talking To an audience, a certain audience, maybe they don't celebrate Christmas, so you don't want to put a lot of Christmas stuff out during that time, or maybe they are, you know, feel a certain way about certain parts of politics, which I really suggest you should stay away from, you know, Mm. if possible. But I mean, it just depends on who your audience is, and so that's why it's it's very important to know who your audience is so you can get your messaging right.
0: Very cliche question, but I'm going to ask it anyway Is it ever too late to leave corporate? Is it ever too late to start your own business?
1: Okay. I say no, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I'm a rebel here. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people may feel, um, okay. Let's say if you had two or three years before retirement, that might be a little, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I feel like if you just get to the point where this is just really burning inside of you, I say, go for it because Mm -hmm. you don't know if you have two years left to retire, you know, and I, I'm just all about when it's time for me to close my eyes I have no regrets. I've lived life. I'm, you know, I've given it my all. Some time, you know, some may work out, some may not, mm-hmm. but I say, no,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: never too late. Based never. on your experience, Lisa, I wanted to ask this. You've
0: seen a more seasoned or mature type of entrepreneur versus the younger mm-hmm. Is there a much of a difference in the way that we take risks? In I, I say so.
1: Yes. I say talk about it. Okay. I know millennials get a lot of flack, but I tell you, I am in awe of them mm-hmm. because they, they doing it. They've mm-hmm. changed the game. They're, they're pretty much the ones who have taken the internet and have changed the game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like older entrepreneurs would learn a lot from them. And I feel like, because we are hardworking You know, not saying that they're not hardworking, Mm -hmm. but we're more educated. We can definitely take some of the things that they are doing and make it our own and make it apply to, you know, our generation. Like for me, I'm an outlier with my friends because I do know a lot about social media. I am like, did you see such and such just brought this house and girl, she making they. My friends have no clue how to use social media for business (laughs) Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. But because of me, hopefully. They will see that, okay, there is value in this mm-hmm. and they will try it for their businesses because, I mean, they have great businesses, but just think about how much better it could be if you um just, you know, took that one little piece. But yeah, the millennials, oh yeah, they're killing the game. Mm. I mean.
0: They, and and it's because of the connection they've yeah the connection they've, they've, and, and opening themselves, themselves up. up yeah being mm-hmm. very
1: transparent being and not taking themselves so seriously I think we take ourselves so Me seriously too. we grew up you know you had to you had your church clothes and you had your outside clothes and you had to look a certain certain way and you had to speak a certain way and you know you had to uh, make sure that you're not splitting verbs and you know. <laughs> Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They, don't care. they will says. get up there and they say what they want, but hey, it makes other people, you know, resonate with them. Mm. They, they, they gravitate towards that. Mm. Oh, okay. She's, she's, you know, imperfect like I am because sometimes there's such a thing. And I will, I think for our generation, we kind of put on airs sometimes, mm. you know, you know, what happens in the house stays in the house and you, act a certain way when you get outside of these walls, you know, but inside we are a hot mess inside, but millennials let you see I'm a hot mess outside and inside, but I'm putting in the work. Yeah. Yeah. but I'm putting in the work work. and I'm doing, I don't quite know what I'm doing, but this is my dream and this is what I want to do. And I'm going to let you see my failures. I'm going to let you see my faults and my flaws. Um, and I think a lot of uh, the older, um, entrepreneurs, we feel like we can't show that side Mm -hmm. of ourselves. And I feel like it's doing a disservice, um, to making you be more human. Mm. Mm. I
0: can't. I can't. There's nothing else <laughs> I can
1: say on that. I'm going to end on that. So Lisa, how? what's next for you? What's going on with you? Well, what's next for me is just building brand awareness, which is what I'm doing today. Mm. Hopefully you guys will follow me on social media. Yes. At On my Instagram is at Lisa, L-I-S-A-D, Maxime, M-A-X-I-M-E. And that's pretty much my, my, uh, platform all across. Okay. Okay. So So any, any speaking, any books? Hopefully more. Yes. I'm excited about this. I'm hoping that I can use this, um, interview that I was so graciously (laughs) invited to, to, um, you know, get some more speaking, Mm -hmm. um, engagements. Cause I'm really passionate about, especially my 35 and up Mm -hmm. using, this platform to grow their business and and attract their clients. I hear so many people saying, you know, I can't get clients or it's so hard to get clients, but you're not showing enough of yourself. They don't know who you are. You come and say, buy my stuff, but they don't know much about you. I mean, if they knew that you had, you know, three kids and little Samantha needed help in college, they may be more, you know, They may be more apt to buy your book, your ebook or something like that, because people really want to help. They really Mm, do. They want to support you, but they just need to know. What are they supporting? Like you and I talked about mm-hmm. Real Chick Rock, you know, and I was saying, like, what are they supporting? Mm-hmm. If they, if you're asking for donations, what are the donations? Going people to- people need to know that. They mm-hmm. need to know how are you going to use the funds that I give you to accomplish this? Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, like I said, older entrepreneurs, we just need to open up more. We need to embrace the social media thing because it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. We need to get ourselves in front of cameras, you know, no matter how you think. I don't look. I need to do my hair. blah blah. blah. Get in front of the camera. Open your mouth and let them see the real you, yeah. the the country accents, the, you know, New York accents, you know, oh, the whatever, not. you know, so just be you, you know, and that is the only thing that's going to separate you is how you draw people to you with your personality mm-hmm. because you're right. Everybody's doing everything. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing that is going to separate you from everyone else is you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. That was very informative. I I hope you guys got that. This was good. This was yes, really good. It was, it good, was good for me when we fun. met. It was very um, transformative because I believe I'm still on edge because I got so much. I got so but much to do. But you're not by do. yourself. I'm not by myself. I have so, <laughs> much, so, much, so much to do. Um, uh, Lisa's on Instagram,
1: Facebook. Yes. And, and Twitter. And Twitter. So Twitter is Lisa. D Maxime mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. and Facebook is Lisa Maxime. okay yeah so if
0: you guys have some questions we did shout out the phone number we this is our time but if you have some questions feel free to email so yes. or slide in or dm yes ask us some questions and get some of her services because she's really really good at what she does and I think it will shed light on your business and how you think and see things and view things and start to uh, think about passive incomes and just really start to put in place the things that you need so that you'll be able to leave corporate America one day when you're ready to. That's my time. You guys know me. I am everywhere i'm on I'm on instagram i'm on twitter i'm on facebook as real chicks rock i got the website real dot com go check it out subscribe subscribe to us on youtube we're on uh pandora we're on itunes we're on iheart just get at us and follow us and subscribe leave comments when you watch the videos we like right. that that boosts up our ratings we like that so we'll move up Um, in our search engines and that type of thing we want to be around we need you to help us to be around so that's it until next time you guys take care and continue to rock on bye Bye. (laughs) we hope you enjoyed listening to rcr presents real discussions until next time you take care and continue to rock on